Welcome to the Excellent Life Podcast, a podcast where you are inspired, motivated, and challenged to live a life of excellence. On the show, I will cover topics like created for excellence, keys to living an excellent life, and living your very best life. My special guests will also share from their wealth of experience the principles for living an excellent life. I'm your host, Bola Mataloko, and I'm so excited to be with you today. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode five of the Excellent Life Podcast. I am your host, Bola Mataloko. And I am super, super excited and delighted to be with you again today. The topic for today's show is keys to living an excellent life. I am always fascinated when I stay in a hotel and watch the cleaners go from room to room and open every door with the same key. They are able to do this because they have a master key that has been designed to open every single door. In the same way, God has given you a master key to access all he created you to be. Faith is the master key by which you are able to lay hold on the promises of God. It is one of the most central parts of your relationship with him. No matter who you are, no matter what you do, there will be trying times. These difficult moments will test your faith and your trust in God. The more you live in faith, the more you are able to make your way in the world and trust in God and the excellent plan he has for your life. Faith will make you stronger, braver, better. Faith will get you through times of trouble and allow you to help others going through trying times. There are many definitions of faith, but my favorite definition is faith, simply put, is trust and confidence in God. It is the assurance of the things we hope for, being the very proof of things we do not see and the conviction of their reality. In other words, faith sees ahead of time the things you desire and helps to convince your subconscious mind that the things you desire are possible even though there is really nothing that gives credence to that possibility. Faith does not originate from within you because you are not born with a natural ability to believe. If you try to muster up faith by your own willpower, you will be discouraged. Your faith must be rooted in God, because not only is he the giver of faith, but he is also the author and the originator of your faith. Faith and belief are often used in the same context, sometimes interchangeably, but they are not quite the same thing. Belief is a strongly held opinion about an idea or a worldview. Your beliefs are shaped by what you read, what you hear, or what you see. Your beliefs can change over time as you grow and learn new things. Faith, on the other hand, is not something you start and you build from. Faith can only be received and is given by God. Faith can take on doubts and questions but it remains intact. You can grow in faith, but the foundation is always the same. Faith is the master key. But I want to share some other keys with you today that will help you in the pursuit of living an excellent life. 
Number one, singleness of purpose. There is a popular figure of speech that says, Jack of all trades and master of none. It refers to a person who has dabbled in many skills rather than gaining expertise by focusing on one particular skill. The thing about trying to do so many things at the same time is that you end up doing a subpar job at every single one of them. The energy expended on trying to do many things can be better utilized by having singleness of purpose. To have singleness of purpose means to be single-minded and driven in one particular direction. If you are driving a car without any particular destination in mind, you will end up driving in circles without getting anywhere. But when you have singleness of purpose, everything you do will drive you in that one direction. Singleness of purpose is one of the chief essentials for success in life, no matter what your goals in life are. It enables you to channel all your energy and all your resources towards what is essential to achieve your particular goal. To achieve singleness of purpose, you must do the following. You must identify the particular goal you are looking to accomplish. You must determine the resources needed to accomplish that goal. And finally, you must be fully committed to what it will take to accomplish that goal. When you do this, then you will truly excel and be at your very best at what you do. Have you been trying to do so many things at the same time? I challenge you to take a moment to think of one thing that you are truly passionate about and be single-minded in doing all it takes to excel at that one thing that you were specifically and deliberately created to excel at. Number two, consistency is key. It does not matter what you are trying to accomplish. Consistency is a key ingredient if you are going to be successful in doing so. Consistency is important whether you're starting a new business, moving up the ladder at work, trying to lose weight, or developing a lifestyle of excellence. The end goal does not matter. You must be consistent in your efforts to produce the desired outcome. I came across a quote recently that emphasizes the value of consistency. It said, success is not always about greatness. It's about consistency. Consistent hard work leads to success. Greatness will come. The Cambridge Dictionary defines consistency as the quality of always behaving or performing in a similar way. It is applying your principles, your values, and the finest behaviors to the task at hand and a willingness to do what needs to be done regardless of the challenges and obstacles that may come up. Being consistent means that you are very clear about what you want to accomplish and you are committed to take all the steps necessary to do so. Consistency is important because it helps you develop discipline and self-control. One of the areas I've found this to be very true personally is the area of weight loss. No matter how clear I am about my weight loss goals, I just do not see the results I desire 
when I'm not committed to consistently eating healthy and exercising. Some of the things that have helped me in this regard include setting realistic goals for yourself. When you set unrealistic goals for yourself, it is easy to become overwhelmed and never be able to get into a consistent routine. Don't be too hard on yourself. Cut yourself some slack and understand that there might be some bumps in the road to developing consistency. It's okay to stumble, but get right back at it. Have an accountability partner. I love the verse of scripture that says two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. There is absolutely nothing wrong in walking the road of consistency with someone who will make sure that you stay on track and stay on course. I challenge you to be more determined than ever to be consistently consistent in accomplishing the goals you have set for yourself. Number three, be committed to self-development. Self-development is simply the process of learning new things and building new skills, skills that help you increase your chances of success, achieve your goals, manifest your dreams, and improve your life. Self-development and personal growth is a lifelong process which enables you to assess your abilities to set goals and then make action, take action to help you to achieve those goals and maximize your potential. Yesterday's excellence is today's mediocrity. And so self-development is geared at developing skills that make you be the very best version of yourself. Self-awareness is a key aspect of personal development. So it's important to go through periods of self-evaluation. In doing this, you must ask yourself some pertinent questions. What is your life like now? What areas are you happy with? And what areas do you need to improve? What would you like your life to be like? How do you hope to improve yourself and why is it important to you to do so? How are you going to accomplish these changes and what do you need to do? What knowledge and experiences will aid you in your personal development? In the last few years, I started to work with a couple of coaches and it has made a significant difference in my self-development. What is your timeline? You have to be able to create milestones to keep track of your progress and help you stay on track. Number four, maintain a sense of urgency towards accomplishing your goals. Maintaining a sense of urgency allows you to focus on your goals without becoming complacent. Urgency means working diligently and effectively and not making excuses for the failure to do what needs to be done at any particular point in time. Urgency is not an excuse to rush. It simply means to set your priorities and execute with the highest standard that you are able to at any point in time. A sense of urgency allows you to identify potential issues quickly, giving you more time to develop solutions to them. Jesus had a sense of urgency concerning his purpose on earth. He said, I must 
Do the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no man can walk. A sense of urgency recognizes that there's always a season of response which must be embraced and maximized. A lack of urgency will cause you to lose opportunities that come your way due to a failure to act in a timely manner. When you act with a sense of urgency, you act with purpose, focus, and determination. It's a proactive attitude that results in consistent action towards a stated goal or purpose in an effective and a timely fashion. As a basketball fan, it is always interesting to watch the dynamics within a game. Basketball is a game of runs, and many times the team that goes on a run does so with a sense of urgency, and that can be the difference maker in whether the team wins or loses the game. A sense of urgency helps you to accomplish more. It gives you a competitive advantage over others that do not act with the same sense of urgency and makes you more productive as a whole. Number five, believe in yourself. I said before that God has given you faith as the master key to access all he has in store for you. You must believe in God, but you must also have faith in yourself and the potential God has placed inside of you. I got married at the tender age of 24, at which time my husband was already a pastor. I struggled at the onset as I tried to adjust to the role of being a pastor's wife. I kept thinking I just did not have what it took to be a pastor's wife. One day as I was praying, I heard God say to me, you need to see yourself the way that I see you. That shift in perspective gave me the self-belief that I indeed had what it takes, not only to be a pastor's wife, but to be a pastor myself. Self-belief should not be confused with self-confidence. Self-confidence is ordinarily about having trust in one's ability, your qualities, and your judgment. Self-belief from a Christian perspective is trusting that you can do all things, but the more important point is not on your own. Instead, it is trusting that you can do all things through God. It is a belief in his ability to enable you. God has great faith in you. That's why he says to you, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you that you may go forth and bear fruit and that your fruit may remain. God has given you the key to live a fruitful and truly productive life. I pray that you will be inspired to know that God has given you the keys to live the truly excellent life he created you to live. As I close today, I want to leave you with the following affirmations. Number one, you have what it takes to live a life of excellence. Number two, you live a life of faith and trust in God. Number three, you have singleness of purpose and direction. Number four, you are a person of great consistency. Number five, you are committed to having and maintaining a sense of urgency. Number six, you are constantly looking to improve yourself. Number seven, you have strong self-belief that stems from your faith and confidence in God. Number eight, 
you can be all that God created you to be. Nine, you are measured and deliberate in all your actions. And number 10, you have the keys to live an excellent life. On the next episode of the Excellent Life Podcast, I have a very, very special guest who will be joining me to discuss the topic maximizing relationships. You really don't want to miss this one. Bye for now and God bless you. Thanks for joining me this week on the Excellent Life Podcast. I trust that you have been inspired by the show today. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Bola Mataloko, the Excellent Life Coach. And be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes so you never miss an episode. If you love the show, please leave a rating on iTunes so that I can continue to bring you many more life-changing episodes. Thank you for listening and I will be with you in two weeks for another inspiring episode. Till then, remember... It is possible to live your very best life.